Welcome to episode one of the Dirty Birdies podcast. I am one of your hosts, Harry Kim, Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I am joined by Mr. Gabriel Oduro. Gabe, you want to introduce yourself? Mr. Gabe Oduro, Ravens fan, big trust. trust. (laughs) All right, anyway, we're going to go through a couple different topics today, today, right, just for this first episode, kind of just winging it at this point. We don't really know what's going on. Okay, so I think this is the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to play it by ear, see how it goes. Please be nice. All right, so we're going to start off with the Eagles because, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. But, uh, yeah, obviously, there's a huge con- – What? well, people want to make it a controversy. And, you know, obviously, like, it makes sense because, like, going forward, people are going to be like, oh, well, who's the starting quarterback? Well, you know, he got Hurts here on a rookie deal. He's cheaper than the freaking – the huge contract that, you know, Carson Wentz has ever since last year, the $128 um, million contract for four or five years, if I remember correctly, off the top yep. of my head. But – um. Listen, so this we're, the time recording this is December 22nd. So Jalen Hurts has had two starts, right? Two and a right. half games completely, I would say, since uh, he got since uh, he took over for Wentz. When Wentz got so what is this? Packers game. This is week 15, right? Yeah, this is week 15. Um, week 15. Going into week 16, yep. Um, so here's – okay. And so what? There's, there's a lot to unpack here with the whole Jalen Hurts-Carson Wentz thing. So people want to, you know – for some reason, I feel like people, both you know, Eagles fans and non-Eagles fans alike, are trying to attack Carson Wentz's character. Like you see that like everywhere. Like, oh, like he's like you know whining yeah. about not being the starter, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the Adam there was an Adam Schefter report that came out on Sunday saying that Wentz, you know, was quote unquote not happy, and that it came out, and that report came out from his Wentz's representation. I mean, the funny thing about that here, I'm gonna pitch in on that. Yeah, yeah the funny thing, uh, you notice how like we're we when we hear this news, we're only seeing we're only hearing this from like you know, like news sources or media, but we, we don't like see none of this information is coming from like, you know, like put locker room or like staff or, you know, people, his teammates, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I- yeah, I mean, exactly. Cause that's the thing. So like, no matter when you look at all the, like I watch all the pressers and stuff just cause like, I mean, you know, diehard fan, I would say, you know, but from all the, pe- based on all the pressers, when all the players and coaches are asked, like, you know, how once is, you know, handle this entire thing, obviously they say he's been professional, but like, you can kind of see that like on like, you know, the, the sideline cameras and all that and all that stuff. Like he helps Hertz out. Hertz talks about how much once helps him out. Like, like he, he's like, he's like, he's a good dude, you know, like obviously like these reports all come out from like, you know, the media and not the, actually like the team or the players themselves. But appa- apparently it was Wentz's representation, like his agent and, and like other represent representatives that came out with this um to Adam Schefter and you know it just kind of was like a bad look for him because it happened on game day right right uh, but never but ne- nevertheless I don't I, I'm just gonna choose to you know t- turn turn a bl- deaf ear towards that sorry yeah a deaf ear towards that because I, I still like once the person you know I obviously I love once the player I also love once the person um good character yeah but uh so obviously he this was a terrible year for him and people are like oh like once it's just not that good listen I agree. He's not that good this year. And like, it's not like supporting Wentz makes you, makes it so that you cannot support Hertz. Like, it's just not that. Like, it's not, it's not like mutually exclusive. It's not a, it's, it, that's a false dichotomy is, is what I'm, is what I call it. Like, it's literally, so go ahead. So, what you're saying is that, uh, you got to support both of them essentially. Well, as an so you're trying to of course, you like, dude, listen, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, they, they, they wear the same jersey. Or sorry, they were the same jersey. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, it's no, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts versus yeah carson yeah, it's, it's, yeah exactly you know. it's not hurts versus carson listen once has had a bad year and on it like, I'll, I'll i'll admit like he deserved to be benched just based on his play but 
Yeah. Here, here, here's here's what I also say. I will always love hurts the player and hurts the uh, the per uh, the person, right? But I will never yeah, ever love hurts the second round draft pick because okay. of simply the fact that the the Philadelphia Eagles going into twenty the twenty twenty season had so many holes like everywhere, uh, like especially you know in the secondary. Um, Right, so y'all, so what, what was the reason in getting Hurts second round? Okay, so so this this is a whole other like episode on its own, but here's what I would say. So basically, our general manager Howie Roseman is pretty not well known, but he's known for liking to get backup quarterbacks or like secure a good backup quarterback, right? You know, and you know you saw right for the long yes, run, right? for the long run. You saw that that was the case, you know, with Nick Foles. Um, if we go back, we even he even drafted like, um, what's that? Well, Nick Foles obviously bringing him in during the 2017 before the 2017 season, and then obviously we had um, like Nick Foles come in for Michael when Michael Vick was still the quarterback. Um, there was one, there was one in the previous year. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but either way, you, I, it's just the issue was spending a second round draft pick when there were clearly other like available players that could you know 100 you know, like help start help start team. since game one but since like week one you know and so, that, that, so well yeah yeah there could have yeah like for example like what the secondary yeah, so, Jer- so, so, yeah, so, so jeremy chin was still there like the safety from uh-huh. the, Pan- the panthers who in my opinion is one of the better rookie defenders in, in the league but he's i mean obviously he's very good he had those two strip scores that he had um I mean, obviously, right. people people are gonna be like, oh, like it's hindsight and whatnot. Like, no, like objectively speaking, in the moment, two two like the first just the, the first two rounds of that draft, we should have taken Justin Jefferson. I don't know how I fell that far, uh, and then we should have taken literally anyone else with a second round pick that could help, you know, our holes. But instead, we yeah. took a, a a quarterback. And so I was reading right. this other I was reading this article the other day. That's guy that I like named Ben Solak, and um, what he was saying was. He called the pick, quote, the sweater you bought on sale, not because you loved it, but because the deal was too good to pass up. Now it lived crammed in the back of a dresser drawer. But, and then he says, and that's the end of the quote. But now, but, you know, in this most recent article, he says, well, we're wearing the sweater now, you know? Huh. So it's just like the, the deal was too good to pass up on. I mean, which in, in scenarios, like it makes sense because people are like, you know, like what if like, let's say like somehow miraculously, you know, like take any quarterback from this year's draft, this year upcoming draft, for example. Let's say like I don't know, Justin Fields, like Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Let's, let's say Trevor right. Lawrence falls to like pick number eight. Like whoever that eighth pick is, you're taking it. You know? Oh, for yeah, 100%, no matter 100%. who you have, yeah, you, you're not bad enough. Exactly, that like exactly. it, that, that's a pick. Exactly, you, you pick him up a hundred percent. You know? So that's just kind of like what it was. But except in the second round, I just don't you know agree with that. Like like the fact like the fact that it happened like Hurst should not have been picked with our second round pick, um and, Ray- no. and honestly I Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson is just, is another argument on its own but we move uh, I, I, before I get too pissed let's just move on um so in terms of the Hurts Wentz thing okay let's bring it back full circle Wentz did not play well he got benched deservedly so he well okay the, saying he didn't play well is kind of a nice way of putting it. he played terribly this year right? yeah he played terribly. But listen, I like Hurts the player. He came in, and people say, you know, it it gave the team a spark. Blah blah blah. Like, okay, like it, I thought it gave them. Yeah, a spark. yeah, yeah. Like it gave the team a spark. Whatever. Like we played well these past couple weeks. Uh, these past two weeks, you know, we beat the Saints. Um, I would argue that it was a complete game and not really Jalen Hurts who 
not not, not that I want to hate on Jalen Hurts, but yeah, he had 56% completion percentage. He had like a hundred, what, 67 passing yards. Um, and then like a lot of scramble yards, and you know, no game tape, no NFL tape on them. So obviously it was hard for the Saints defense as good as they are. Um Cardinals, they did they did somewhat well, obviously, trying to trying to keep him contained in the pocket and whatnot, but it's just yeah. the way that the offense is designed now for Hertz is, you know, lack of middle of the field reads, quick, 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 you know, speed outs and like screens, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, Hertz did play a lot better against the yes, Cardinals. That, that he did. That the, he did. He did. He did throw up. He, he, he did play a lot better against the Cardinals. What he had, what, 338 yards, yeah. 102 QBR. That's pretty, or 60 QBR, sorry. It's pretty good. Yeah. He, um, his, I mean, Obviously, we were down for most of the game, so he had to throw a little bit more. So I think he had 44 attempts and only like a 54 and a half percent completion percentage, which doesn't look it doesn't sound great on paper, but it's because we were playing from behind. Um, I think we had, we had some opportunities to win that game, but you know the the, the punt the punt block was pretty pretty terrible. Um, I mean that's why I I, I feel like uh, the last two drives I thought Jalen Hurts looked really good, except for up until the end, of course. But like I thought like those like as they were driving the field, you know he was. It was pass left, pass right, you know, looking downfield. He, yeah, he yeah, threw yeah. some good ass reads. Yeah. He looked the, the, the great thing about Hertz was that he was decisive when he, you know, wanted to leave the pocket or when he wanted to throw it. And he would throw it like as or right before the receivers were getting out of their breaks and it would just be timed perfectly, which we obviously haven't seen from any from Wentz throughout the entire year. Um, trusting, even though his o, the O line in front of him is terrible, receivers are pretty subpar at best. Um, He's a, he's a playmaker. Yeah. He's got people say he's got the it factor, and I 100 percent agree. Um, right. It's just the, re- the reason why I think that this whole like situation, like everything, just pisses me off a lot. It's just because people, you know, I agree with the statement that you know the the front office, aka higher roads, the general manager, has like failed to to surround once with good weapons and a good or like just like good pieces in general, especially with the offense, even right. with the offensive line. Now, our starting offensive line is very very good. Unfortunately, we yeah y'all are yeah thirteen uh, NFL <laughs> record thirteen uh, different O line combination in fourteen games. That's an, an NFL record. Like, um, yeah, that's, that's insane. yeah. So the starting O line. Let's let's go from left to right. Let's say it was you know Dillard left tackle, who's a first round draft pick from a couple from I believe it was two years ago now. Um, left guard Isaac Sayomalo is pretty solid. Jason Kelsey, I would say one of the top two, if not the best center in the league. Right guard Brandon Brooks. Brooks also a top three guard in the league. And Lane Johnson is a freaking stud, right? And that, yeah, has, of course. that has somehow turned into Jordan Mailata, a seventh round draft pick from South, a uh, former rugby player from South Sydney, Australia, um, that we drafted, in the seventh um, round, like, like I said, in the seventh round a couple years ago. I think it was the year after we won the Super Bowl, that same draft. The year, yeah, the 2018 draft, I believe. Um, and then it was left guard Sayamala, who we have back now, but he was out, he was on IR for a bit too. Um, okay. Then we have Jason Kelsey, who's been the one like rock throughout the entire like season. Right guard Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles in the off season. Um, so they're right now there we have uh, we have uh, Nate Herbig, who's I mean I don't really know much about the kid. I'll be honest, I don't know if he's a rookie. I know he's young, but he's not that experienced. I, I I think he's still pretty good at run blocking, though. I think it's a testament to how good our offensive line coach is. And then right tackle is. As of as of the Cardinals game was Matt Pryor and he is he is he stinks out loud, dude. He is terrible. Yeah. He was not good at guard. He, whoo, man, 
like we had six, we had what six sacks on us uh, on Sunday, and I guarantee you, no, no, I don't guarantee you. I've seen the tape. Like about three or four of them were on him alone. <laughs> Damn, like he's like he's, well, I mean, yeah. y'all are what tenth in rushing, and your O line's pretty banged up. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, hey, I think yeah. that's a win. That's a win. Yeah, it is a win. I, I think it's just a testament to how good our offensive line coach is, Jeff Stoutland. I don't really know why he hasn't gotten you know looks for other teams for better positions but i mean i'm not complaining i want him on the team as long as possible um but uh yeah what do you call it and then obviously when we go to the the, the receivers you know Ertz is on the wrong side of 30 um goddard was a good draft pick in the second round a couple years ago um out of south Dakota. right yeah what fulgum fulgum's fulgum i mean he had that stretch of like four or five games where he was the best yeah statistically in the league um yeah that kind of died uh, not the best receiver in the league. What do you call the, the like one of the best receivers in the league? Um, but that that really died just as quickly as it you know started. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that was yeah. I, I would just consider that a fluke. Um, even though it was over like a four game stretch, I I, I would consider it a fluke. Um, especially he's in what a is he a, is it his sec, first year or second year? This is his second year. He's been bouncing around practice squad, and then he, we just picked him up off the I believe it was the Lions practice squad earlier this year. Um. Right, so for, first year on the Eagles. Yeah, first year on the Eagles. Hey, he's a he's a broad run product, you know. He's a yes, sir. Hey, yeah, DM made DMV, you know. But um, uh, and then what else we got? We got Greg Ward, who used to be a quarterback at in college, and now he's a receiver who's been in the year for actually a pretty decent amount of time. But you know, you don't not really a well known dude either. And then obviously our first round draft pick, Jalen Rager. Even though Justin Jefferson, was Jalen Rager, I'm not salty. Oh. You're salty. Um, and then uh. <laughs> And Miles Sanders is a stud. Like I love Miles Sanders. He's so good. Um, I think coming in, he is he is he is a baller. But yeah, I think so coming to the last some fumbling issues. I just think it was a tucking issues. That, uh, I, I think there's a fifty fumbling issues, a tucking issue. I just think he like used to not just simply not tuck the ball on 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 his on the outside shoulder. And now I noticed that in the run in the long run, he broke off against the Saints. He actually tucked it on his left shoulder going down the left sideline. That was that was, that was pretty refreshing to see. Wow. I think uh, our running backs coach was pretty tough. Kind of drilled it into him. Shout out Deuce Daly, but um, I would say he's pretty good. You know, so I think coming into last week, he was a, he had second most yards per carry in the league. So I, that's that's pretty good. Okay, I would just say you know based on like Miles was was out for a while too. I noticed how I said yards per carry. If it was total yards, he's not even in like the top ten if I recall, if I recall correctly because he's just not like he he's been hurt as well. Basically, injuries kind of ruined us this year, but it's it's no excuses. Like the team just played poorly. You know, yeah, it is what it is. And it's just the, like obviously, like the draft just like ticks me off to this day. But it's you know we're we're with these guys now. I would say get it into Jalen Rigger's hands. He's pretty fast. I think he was clocked in at like four, two, three, or something in college. Um, yeah, not, not give even, the ball to your playmakers. Yeah, exactly. And you know, Hertz is one of them. Hertz is one of them. He is. He um, is. But anyway, just like a failure. I would say that's a failure of the front office. We, we could even go back to like drafting you know JJ Arthago Whiteside ahead of DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin. Darius Slayton, right, right. Like it, it's just a lot, a lot of studs. Yeah, that y'all that y'all yeah. passed up on. It's just like people are like, oh, like hindsight is twenty twenty. Listen, I get DK Metcalf. You know, he had obviously like, like the the terrible injury um, coming out of college with like the, uh, the with the neck, but like at a certain point, it's I mean, in like, the combine, like, yeah, that I, dude looked like he was the he was he literally was the best athlete there. 
Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just like I just kind of like understand that like that you you can't beat just like having it, you know, like having like everything, yeah. like just being. Ugh. Uh, it's just it it actually just like pains me to just like talk about it, but uh, it's just we got we have to because it's just like Howie Roseman. Now, let me just go into the, like his backstory real quick. Howie Roseman joined the team as an intern. You know, he he was a hard worker. I, I think I remember reading that he took a train to the Eagles like as an intern, like every day from I think it was Jersey. I, I don't quote me on that though. Um, I just don't I don't know where, but he okay. took a train. He took a train as an intern every day to the Eagles facility. Um. And he worked hard and somehow I don't really understand how, but he worked his way up to become eventually general manager. Um, and, the, um, and then he was, the, he's, I think he's been the general manager for mo- the majority of the past, like what, 15 years now, maybe. Yeah. 15 ish. Right. Um, until, you know, obviously freaking Chip Kelly came along and he decided to take over the, the personnel duties to kind of pushed Howie Roseman to the corner. Um, listen, I, I saw this list this uh, yesterday since the pro bowl roster was announced um let me let me let me let me look it up real quick but it, it, it's it's pretty terrible it was like so we, we have three pro bowlers this year right it's only oh, wow okay yeah yeah so okay uh all right listen to this so eagles oldest current starters jason kelsey 33 years old brandon graham 32 years old fletcher cox 30 years old eagles 2020 pro bowlers jason kelsey brandon graham fletcher cox <laughs> Like that's man, that's that says something. <laughs> let's listen to this. Since 06, this is like this is the the, the number of Pro Bowls that our uh, our drafts our draft um players had. Okay, 2006 none, 2007 none, 2008 Deshaun Jackson has Deshaun Jackson has three, 2009 Lashawn McCoy has six, Jeremy Macklin Lashawn McCoy, yeah, 2010 Brandon Graham first Pro Bowl this year. I would say he deserves more, but been a long time coming. Jason Kelsey four, 2012 Fletcher Cox six. 2013, Ertz, three. Lane Johnson, three. 2014, none. 2015, none. 2016, Wentz. 2017, none. 2018, none. 2019, none. 2020, none. Like, the poor drafting is one thing. It's a shame. It is a shame. The poor drafting is one thing. And then this isn't even talk about the poor, like, personnel management, which I, I think that this dude has had. People are... He's good. people around, especially the, like the Eagles fans, know how he is the quote cap god because he's working. He works super well with the cap space that he's given, you know, based and he, like he like adjusts contracts, you know, to get underneath the cap and sign, go out and sign free agents, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This year, this year we're in a pretty pr- pretty crappy situation with that. We're we're I think the second most over the cap uh, going into the off season, so that that sucks. But I would say you said second most over the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would okay. say so. The issue was he, you know, paid players like Alshon Jeffrey a bad, a, a ridiculously large amount of money, right? For for you know being as old okay. as he is, as injury prone. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, and then obviously, well, I'm gonna say injury prone. It's just like terrible roster management by by the by the team for, to not put him on like the p uh pup list, even though he didn't play until like week freaking like twelve or some stupid crap like that. But um, Deshaun Jackson, you know, obviously he's been injured now. Granted, his latest injury was a freak accident. And it should have been a flag. It was a dirty hit, but still, like Deshaun Jackson doesn't deserve to be get, paying as uh, be, be getting paid as much money as he is. Love the player, you know. Yeah. By the way, how 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 old is Deshaun Jackson? I think he's he is what? thirty-four. Let me read. Thirty-four. Or he's thirty. Yeah, thirty-four. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like you don't pay him that much. But listen, like that's why you you go out and get a dude like Jalen Rager, right? Let's just like because he's fast. You know, I was looking at a scheme like fit. You know, Wentz likes to throw the ball deep, so therefore get a guy who likes to run deep, who's fast. You know, um, Rager had a bad quarterback yeah, deep in and he likes he's a deep threat. He likes to go deep. Um, and he's not that bad of a player. I I guess I somewhat understood the pick, but listen, all the scouts were saying, "Hey, get this Justin Jefferson dude." He's a stud, played for LSU, obviously, et cetera. It's like, yeah. nah, let me just get Jalen Rager out of TCU. It's like, okay, really? <laughs> I, I still have my reaction from that draft. I was watching my brother in my basement on the projector, and I was just pissed, dude. Like, I literally have a – Yeah, I would be blown too. Like, I was pissed. Um, I've never heard of Jalen Rager until he was on the Eagles. Yeah. To be frank yeah, with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. Uh, I don't blame you at all. But and then you know obviously going on to proceed to draft proceeding to draft Jalen Hurts. I mean, oh, yikes. Yeah. The question is, where do we go from here? Now people are like, oh, like management yeah, man. Listen, Wentz's contract That's... is big. You know, we're talking about like the like if you were to get traded this offseason, I'm pretty sure it would be the biggest cap hit to a team uh, in NFL history. I think it's somewhere around thir- like the mid thirty millions. Um. Now I was I was actually listening to a podcast the other day. Shout out to Bleeding Green Nation, but um, <laughs> it, it was like they were talking about how free free shout yeah, out, even though we're much more popular than we are, obviously. But um, yeah. So they were talking about how there was a super unprecedented uh thing that happened last before um last year. Sorry, before this past year, I suppose. Where. Actually, when did when did Nick Foles sign with the Bears? That was this year. That was this before this year, right? Because last year was on the Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was before. This yeah. Year. So what happened was Nick Foles took less guaranteed money, um, so that he could ideally be traded because he uh, be traded to somewhere else or something like that or get released or something like that because because he was benched for Gardner Minshew. Right. Right. So, so what? It was a one year option, right? I think it was a two year contract, if I remember correctly. Let me, I, I, let me look it up real quick. Nick Foles, Jags contract. Um, $88 million, four, It was a four-year de- four deal, actually. Four-year yeah, deal. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Um, so after one year, he was gone. I mean, he did break his collarbone, which sucked. But yeah, he, he wasn't even playing that poorly before he broke his collarbone. Um, but what happened was he, he wanted out. You know, he simply wanted out. Went to the Bears, you know, Matt Nagy, who... Uh, under uh came from the Andy Reid coaching tree, which obviously Nick Foles was used to. And since so but, but basically what I'm saying what I'm trying to get at is that, that that was like an unprecedented event for a quarterback to take, you know, less guaranteed money to simply want out, you know, of a team. Right, yeah. People are saying like, like yo, like you're crazy to think to, to think that, that would happen to Wentz. It honestly might. Like it honestly at like I, I would I was one of those people that were like, I doubt that happens. Like, come on, like once is the franchise guy. <laughs> Dude, it honestly might happen. Listen, I want whatever you think so? I want whatever's whatever Wentz wants. Like I as like he listen, Carson Wentz already my favorite Eagle of all time, you know, because of multiple different factors, you know, his faith, his family, uh, and obviously his football from the twenty seventeen season. Listen, that's what we that we got what we won three years ago doesn't happen if it wasn't for him. It just simply doesn't happen. Right, yeah. It's, and it was worth a hundred I like and a lot of and a, a lot of people do say, Oh, he he doesn't deserve a ring, you know, he didn't play in the game, blah blah blah, but he he did what it took to get him yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those those people are just dumb. He threw a touchdown with a torn ACL. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, 
stayed in for four plays, threw a touchdown on the torn ACL. He won 33 touchdowns, franchise record, seven interceptions that that year, 12 and two as a starter. Um, but then again, I, I, yeah, I, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was absurd. It was, uh, but I mean, even last year, he was the first quarterback to throw for over 4,000 yards without having a rod receiver go for throw a catch for over 500, you know? So like, so like yeah. people just like kind of like to brush over that fact but anyways nevertheless what i'm what i'm trying to get at is that the contract situation like i wouldn't be surprised if once simply does that just because he doesn't want to be here anymore like and i don't blame him i wouldn't blame him i wouldn't blame yeah. him either i would i wouldn't blame him like i, I mean I, honestly the ideal the ideal scenario is that happens um and he goes to the indianapolis Colts where he's reunited with you know head coach frank reich maybe even package Ertz in a deal for, uh, to, to let to let them go together um like Tom Brady and Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except Gronk, Gronk came out of retirement. But yeah, he did, he did retire because he simply, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But that, that listen, I just want whatever Wentz wants. Like if Wentz wants out, then I want him to leave. Not because I want him to leave, just because I, that's what he wants, you know. Like, yeah, just good for yeah, him. Yeah, it's, like, it's a good for him, you know, change of scenery. If that helps, if that, if, that, if that were to help him, then that were to help him. Like, dude, I whatever whatever team he goes on, like I'll be rooting for him, you know. Like, yeah, it'll be yeah, I, hope, I hope he plays like stupid well. Like stupid, stupid. Well, um, uh, but yeah, what I'm saying, what people are saying is that hypoth- I mean, hypothetically, like the Colts would be the ideal destination for him, you know, because of Frank Reich, uh, yeah, who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when we won the Super Bowl. So it, it it's it's a very obviously active, fluid situation. We're in Week 16 now, and it's just like we don't we won't know. But I think if if a trade were to be done, it would have to be by the um, I think it was the second day of the of the, of the new of the new league year, which was um, sorry, the league new year, whatever. Yeah, like in like the mar- beginning of March, okay. so or or else that uh, part that like money gets fully guaranteed, or, or I don't know how the contract details are specifically, but I was looking at it the other day, I don't remember the top of my head. Or else a, a large sum of money basically gets guaranteed to him because he's on the on the roster, you know. Yeah. So you do believe that you know his his time's near, like you know sooner or later he's. He's gonna he's gonna go. Well, I think we're looking at it from the business side, we got Jalen Hurts, who's obviously on a much, much, much cheaper deal as a rookie, right? Yeah, rookie deal. Yeah. So from 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 the business side of things, and obviously just like objectively looking at the way that, that they've played, you know, Hurts has played against he he like he played, you know, somewhat decently against the Saints. He played very well against the Cardinals. Um honestly, not much you can say, right? It's just like yeah. At this point in the season, there's not much you can say. But you know, maybe, just maybe, you go. We go into the off season, and there's you know a, a fight for the starting position. You know, for the for the starting quarterback position. Um, I I I don't know. I just don't. It's just realistically speaking, you can't move forward with two starting quarterbacks. You can't. You nope. Can't. Um, I don't know what what Jalen Hurts has shown on tape. Obviously, he has that you know mobility. Uh component you know like like your boy lamar jackson yeah. right yes sir yeah, yeah um people would argue that but, it's not like a sustainable offense and you know obviously people have seen that with like the way that lamar's played in the playoffs you know and like etc but like yeah people are like you, you can't you can't be a run first team it's like i don't i don't i wouldn't i would argue that the eagles aren't really a run first team just because they have Jalen hurts at the helm i would still think that they're they just, they just like to pretty much cut out the the hard reads for hurts you know so yeah, yeah, I got. What you, I, I saw you. was that uh, b- between these past two games, fifty percent of Hertz's um, yards have come after the catch. Not so, not fifty exactly, but like around half, right? So, it, 
okay. like, oh, okay. So what you're saying is like, you know, half of his numbers are yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> so I mean, that's not, not, not to discredit Hurts though. Like he, he simply likes to not have middle of the real middle of the field MOF throw uh, like reads and throws, which is what I've uh, noted. Yeah, he. Yep. He's a he's a conservative quarterback, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And, you know the Eagles. I, I think you know the the Eagles. They, they they don't want him throwing over the middle of the field, and neither does Hurts. Like he doesn't want to throw over the middle field either. He likes the speed outs. He likes the the quick. If his, if his first read's not there, then it's like uh oh. You know he's he's, he's got a you know swing yeah, exactly swing like the screen check down. Wes Watkins with a screen touchdown the other day, freaking second catch of his career. He's six round draft pick for us this year. My goodness, dude! Wow. Like. It was, it was, he's fast though. He's super fast, but, um, it's just like people, you know, then, then, then the question comes like, how sustainable is this offense? Right. Because you know, the right. more tape that you have on, 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 you know, this team, this type, this type of offense, like the more you can start to key in on certain tendencies. Right. Yeah. Look what happened to us against the Titans in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. What last yeah. year. Um, and then, you know, from obviously from there, they try to make Lamar, what was Greg Roman trying to? Well, I, don't, I don't know who it was. They tried to make Lamar more of a pocket passer. And listen, like it wasn't Greg Roman. It was uh, I can't remember who exactly, but it was another assistant right. coach. But he was like, he, he was talking about, yeah, you know, Lamar, I want you to be more of a pocket passer, blah blah blah, this and that. And you know, that's that's not. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into that later when we talk about the Ravens. But that's not Lamar's play. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm saying is like, like you, you, you gotta not be able to, like you gotta, you gotta not put these kind of dudes in, in a bubble, right? Like let, like let them, like if they have the it factor, if, if they have that second component to their, to their game, to their, you know, in their arsenal, like let, let, let them run free almost, you know, but like yeah. obviously you got, you got, there's gotta be a fine balance between teaching them like, Hey, like you like, don't, you know, abandon pocket when it's not collapsing. It's like, it's like stand firm in there and like deliver a good throw, you know, go, go through your progression, etc. Um, of course. So that's where the Eagles stand out. Um, we're going to playoff picture later at, towards the end. But uh, how about the Ravens, man? You guys are what? How about some Ravens, baby? You guys are third in the AFC North, right? You guys are two games back. We are third. Yeah. Best division in football right now. Listen, listen. The last time I checked, the only division with all four teams having a Super Bowl was the NFC East. One <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, was the, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But um, hey, what about them Ravens? So, what we we won our last three games. I mean, I don't count the loss before that against the Steelers because we didn't have a QB. But oh, it yeah. is what it is. Hey, I mean, it is what it is. Those uh QB powers with with uh RG three, they they actually didn't look half bad. They, they got some pretty decent chunk yardage on some of them. If I was remember, I was in class watching that game. So, yikes! But, <laughs> um, yeah, but um. Uh, first, I say we let's talk about let's let's talk about the Steelers. I want to talk about the Steelers first. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm talking about the Steelers. Listen, I I I don't want to start any beef. I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you go in on them because I know you, you I know you feel very strongly about the Steelers. Go ahead, I go feel very. It. I do. Go for it. Let's the Steelers it. are frauds. They are frauds. They are the frauds. Are Last frauds. night against the the Bengals, their play calling, offense, phony. Everything about it was phony. Banged up defense, they're not they're not gonna last. I think they're a one and done team. I'm gonna say it here and now, one and done. One and done. What do you mean one and done? One I mean, they're they're only playing one game in the playoffs and they're losing that game. That's what I mean. Oh, 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 in the playoffs. Okay, okay. I thought I thought you were talking about a Super Bowl. I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. 
you think you think that obviously they have a playoff? Did they guarantee a, a spot in the playoffs already? I think they are, right? I think they clinched. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. But um, oh yeah, yeah, they have clinched. They have clinched. Yeah. They can they can drop as low as like the fifth seed if I recall correctly. Not I don't, I don't okay. know what it is mathematically, but um, AFC North is tight, dude. You guys are game back behind the, the Browns and teams. Very tight. And you guys play. What was that? You guys play the Giants this week, right? Yeah. Oh, for the Giants. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go. We'll get. We'll get into playoff implications later. But here, here, here's the ultimate question, man. Let, let's say the Raven, Ravens somehow squeak it out. You know, with the new playoff, uh, the way the way it's fourteen teams now. Is there yeah. Let's say the Ravens squeak seven, the seven, seventeen playoff in every conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, fourteen total. Let, let's say hypothetically, right? The Ravens squeak it out. You know, get into the playoffs. Okay. How long? How how okay. how far do you? Objectively, you know, not as a Raven. This isn't your Ravens bias speaking. How far do you think? Oh yeah, I I think we're a dark horse. I think we're playing ever since that loss against the Steelers. I think we've been playing, we've been playing lights out. I mean, our defense is a little suspect right now, but I think I think the Ravens go unbiased. I think the Ravens go two games. They go two games. They win two games. That's how far they go. Two games. They, they they can make a two games. They can make a run. They they can make a run. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give them two games unbiased. Two games, huh? Honestly, if we depending on who we match up with, let's see. We match up against I we if I think we match up with well against the Steelers. Bills and Chiefs are a little suspect. What? All right. I, Titans, we got the tight. I think we could be we match up against the Titans, but the only teams that I fear are right for, as a rate or unbiasedly. If I, 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 the only teams I fear are the Chiefs and the Bills. Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, obviously, those are the two best teams in the AFC, but best two teams in football. Yeah, in yeah, my opinion, I, I, I would have to agree with that. So, so you're, you're you're legitimately thinking that going into the playoffs, you the only the only threat to you guys are those is that are the two best teams in the NFL. You yep. have to be in your conference. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And this is objective, Gabe talking, like no bias, Gabe talking. No bias, no bias, subjective. <sighs> hey, Lamar, <laughs> look, look, <laughs> look, Lamar. Let's let's look at Lamar's numbers. Ever since, let me pull up Lamar's numbers. Give me a second. I, I will give him. Obviously, you guys make the terrible Jags defense look bad, but you know that's kind of a given, isn't it? Yeah, Lamar put up what four touchdowns. Four total touchdowns, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it was just an ugly game from the beginning. Lamar did throw that early pick, though, so that was... He did. But the Jacksonville game, that was the first game in a while that I've seen where I haven't panicked at least once during the game. Not even, like, Lamar's pick in the beginning. Really? Yep. First game in a while, at least. I mean, that Browns game, obviously, was... Uh... Bit of a nail biter. Yeah. Oh, it was a thriller, though. It was a thriller. It was a thriller. It was a thriller. But, I mean, ever since the Cowboys, Lamar's QBR against the Cowboys, 107. I mean, that's the Cowboys. That's not saying much. Against the Browns, though, 126.5. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then Jacksonville, of course, 139. I mean, it's, low, it's like, I mean, for most teams, it goes, it, however, however well your quarterback plays, like, that's how well your team plays. I mean, obviously. But 
with Lamar putting up like numbers like that, I think we're a pretty we're a dark horse. We're a pretty damn good team. A dark horse candidate to win the entire thing. Possibly, it's it's possible, but I mean, then again, look, we got there's the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, it's like interesting to see how like the Raven, like your defense was like kind of like doing doing like holding it down, obviously for most of the year, and then now it's kind of like slowly turning. Right now, now you're getting into shooting. I mean, obviously, what? Like, yeah, I've, I've, you guys have had injuries in the secondary, right? Recently, a lot of injuries. We got who? Marcus Peters. I don't. Yeah, know. I think it's. Campbell's I think it's out, COVID. Right? Was that Calais Campbell's out? Calais Campbell's out. Jimmy Smith. So that's two blows in the secondary. Well, Calais isn't. Um, still, obviously. But Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith and Marcus Peters, though. Those are your two starting corners, aren't they? Well, I guess Marlon Humphrey yep. also a starter, but yeah. How do you have three good corners like that? What the? All right, that's just not fair, bro. Care to share? I'll, I'll tell you why. Because you know our defensive coordinator Marindale. If you if you don't if you don't watch the Ravens football, you know we blitz. We blitz heavy. Right. Right. Yeah. So you know we we had to invest in some. We, we need you if you're if you're in football. If you blitz a lot, you need to have good coverage. You need to have good. Yeah, you need to have a good secondary. That being said, you know, we picked up – I mean, we got Mar- – uh, what's his name? We picked up uh, Marcus Peters from the Rams, I want to say, two years ago. And then we drafted Marlon Humphrey three years ago, I believe. He didn't start his first year, though, but he started his second. Well, he's from Ohio State, right? Who, Marlon? Yeah. Or is he? Marlon oh, Humphrey's from Alabama. Alabama. Oh yeah, my bad. My bad. He's from Alabama. I was thinking of, oh, I was thinking of the other corners. I think it was like what Gary on Conley. Oh, he doesn't even play anymore, does he? Rip. But uh, nah. yeah. Two of the I guess better corners coming out of that draft. Um, wow. Okay, so you genuinely think that they're a dark horse to win the entire Super Bowl? Potentially. Yep. I mean, AFC. Hey, the AFC is. The AFC is a lot tougher than the NFC, but I think it's I think it's possible. Unbiased. Yeah. Did, hold on, did you guys make, this, make the playoffs last year as well? Did we make the playoffs last year? Yeah. Yeah, we were number one. We only lost. We had two losses the whole regular season, and then we lost to the Titans, of course. Right. Yeah, and then the year before that, was it Lamar's like he like. No, no, no. What was it? So the the year before that, Lamar, Lamar started towards the end of the year, and uh, right, I no, think no. we barely we we barely made it in. Do you remember that one game against the Browns? It was the last game yeah. of the regular season. It was it was win or go home. Right, right. right. I remember. And that. coming back to me. Yeah, and then we, I th- I believe we played San Diego yeah, first they, round. Yeah, they, they, like, he like and that was right, or like he just didn't play well. Yeah, that was, that was Lamar. I was I was like Lamar's one one of Lamar's like first starts. I think it was like his third or fourth game starting. Yeah, it, it, obviously it's hard to kind of it, it's hard to be tough on a you know young guy like that in his first you know playoff start. But um, yeah, but yeah, Lamar he's been zero and two in the playoffs. But I don't know. I, I hope it changes. I, I'm I'm confident that's going to change. You're confident. I mean, first thing. First things first, we have to make the playoffs this year. Right. We're not even we're we're in, we're not even in wild card. We're on the we're in the bubble. Right. You know, we got we need uh 
so what the Titans are 10 and four Browns are 10 and four Colts are 10 and four and the Dolphins they've been playing lights out they're nine and five we're nine and five so the the two teams that are in the bubble are the Ravens and the Raiders and we're nine and five the Raiders are seven and seven so what? I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to get in Okay. Yeah. Raiders are well, still in the bubble. Now that we're talking about playoffs, let's just let's just talk about the playoff picture. Um, AFC side. I'm looking at Ian Rappaport's tweet and like the scenario thing. I don't see the Baltimore Ravens on here. What is? Do you know the scenario of getting into the playoffs? Off the top of your head? Uh, I, not off the top of my head. I know. Obviously, we have to win out. Uh, yeah, okay. Obviously, and then you need to what? Have the- so if okay, okay. Look, so if the Browns lose a game, we automatically get in over them because head to head we've beaten them twice. Twice, yeah, okay. I'm not sure about any other scenarios. Who, who do you guys play week 17? Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, we play Bengals. <clears throat> okay, so... So we, we should win out from here. Yeah, likely you guys win out from here against the Giants and against the Bengals. And then the Browns schedule, who do the Browns face? They... Uh, uh, Cleveland. The Browns... The Browns play the. They play the Jets and the Steelers, so that's a big Week Seventeen game. That is a big Week Seventeen game, and obviously the Steelers are also fighting for something, right? They're fighting they're, for they're uh, fighting for seed because they haven't they haven't even won the uh, yeah. they haven't even won the, the the division yet. Actually, no, yeah, they haven't. Okay, so it's still up up in the air for you, like you know the. Obviously. It is up in there. Well, like, I think it's more likely. I think it's more likely that we make maybe we make it in the playoffs than we make it out. But who who do you think you were, who do you think doesn't make it then? Because I think Titans. I think. Steelers, I think the Titans make it. Chiefs, Colts, Colts, Colts. And they play Pittsburgh this week. I'm, let's look at the Colts schedule. What's who do they play week seventeen? Let's see, Colts. They play the Jags, okay. Or it should be. Never know what the yeah. matchups, but wow, huh, it's interesting. Tight, Colts, man. The question is, who's it's gonna tight. It's it. very tight. Hey, it's just who's not about to make it. Like Titans and Colts. And it be, and it could very very well be us as well. How mad would you be if you guys just didn't make it? <laughs> I'd be pretty damn upset, man. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Now listen. I would be. I'd be very upset. Let's just let's just move over to the NFC East right quick. Okay. Then, okay. Because NFC East? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Technically, okay. Any of us can make the playoffs. <laughs> Here, listen. You got, oh yeah, hey. Listen, the, uh, the, I mean, Eagles. what? Eagles are 4-9. No, no, the Eagles are 4-8. 4 4-8-1. Or what is it? 4-9-1 now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4-9-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4-9-1. So Here's what the here's what the Eagles need. This this is what I know for sure. We need to win out. So that's beat Dallas this week. Beat Washington week seventeen. Okay. Okay. So I, I, that's I, up in the air. It's not. It's not, it's not guaranteed. But I would say not, I would say it's not like you know it's not extremely unlikely or whatever, right? Like it's yeah. not, it's it's within the realm of possibility. It's it's within reason, right? But, what we also need is for the Giants to lose this week. So therefore, Ravens, like we need you guys. Okay. Okay. And then we also very likely Washington to lose to Carolina. That I would say is less a lot less likely. 
It's still, yeah, it's still, I agree. Still within the realm of possibility, but Carolina is four and ten right now, and like it's not that likely just based on how they've been playing as of late. Um, I mean, yeah, even I, Washington's Washington's been playing really good lately. Yeah. I mean, even though they lost to the to the Seahawks, I thought they played pretty well. They did. They they held that offense. They, they kind of stymied that Seahawks offense, which I was pretty impressed about. Their defense, the Washington defense, has been playing super super well. Um. They, dude, this morning I, I I saw a notification where it's like the originally the Carolina Washington game for next week was supposed to be scheduled at one o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, they mm-hmm. I think the Eagles game was is at four thirty or four oh five. It's the late window pretty much. Um, and then notification came this morning that they flexed it to the to the late window. So now it's like I gotta watch like both games like simultaneously. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, so it's like it's it's not like you know obviously like the players can't know, and it's like we can't know whether or not like they're playing for. Um, yeah, like, like, like a shot, but yeah, you know what? I think it could it could help because they don't know what's going on. They just want to play and to win the game, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just, listen, just as a just as an Eagles fan, and you just want the team to win. Just as you know, a, a, like you simply want your team to win, even if they're freaking. Unless, unless you're like a Jets fan wanting Trevor, like you simply want your team to win, you know? Yeah, that, that's the case. That, or that should be the case for most teams. Unless you're tanking. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's like, but like the question is like when it, when it comes to the whole tanking thing, like it's not, I, I don't think the coach is it even worth it. Is it worth it? Is no, tanking I mean, even worth it? No, because here's the thing about tanking though. It's like, you, do you like, do you notice how like getting that higher draft pick is like, it doesn't immediately lead to change. Like, sure, it could be like I, I, I think Jason Kelsey worded it like this the other day in like a, in like his press conference. He said, you know, it could potentially be a first step to getting a Super Bowl, but it's not like guaranteed. You know, it's not like yeah, it's not it's not like it'll like make it an immediate you know big difference. Like, think about it. Like, like right. why? Like, like, why are why are these teams consistently at the bottom? Like, like you know, drafting early and often, right? It's because yeah. they don't they, they they just can't like they're not great. They're just not good team. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big. You're taking a pretty big gamble on tank, in, on tanking, in my opinion. Like busts yeah. happen every almost every year. Like you never know. Yeah, and obviously going into like and often and one player, and even if you do get one player, one player is not going to change the outcome of the team for the next season. I mean, maybe you'll, I'm sure you'll do maybe yeah. better in some cases, but it's it's hard. I mean, if you just look at the Jets roster, like they just don't have great players like anywhere. Like, like okay, I'll, here's what the Jets. Here's what the Jets have off the top of my head. They have Quentin Williams. It's very, very good. Sucks for him that he got injured the other day, but he's a very, very good interior D lineman. Okay, who else do they have? I'm trying to think of people off the top of my head. C.J. Mosley, right? He he used to play for the Ravens. I think he went to the Jets. C.J. Mosley, yep, linebacker. Yeah, I think they got A. Joe Flacco. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Elite quarterback. No, uh, elite. Yeah, yeah. He used to be yeah, elite. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he he did he did help that team go to the go to the Super Bowl with the Ravens, but I think that was more defense, bro. That defense was stacked. That defense was just sexy. Nasty. Yeah, but um, Ray Lewis stud. Listen, Ed Reed stud. Listen, you put Trevor in that offense, right? And he doesn't really have many weapons. Like, okay, Perriman, sure, maybe. Um, Shot Carter has he flashes, and then I, I you got you, and then the, the, there's the, I, I personally like this dude a lot. Denzel Mims, he's I, he was the, the rookie, yeah, right? Rookie, right? Baylor. 
I like that dude. Yeah, I like too. him a lot. Listen, he, he was there on the board in the second round, and uh, the Eagles didn't draft him, and we got Jalen Hurts instead. I'm not salty. You're salty. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> but um, he's. I mean, granted, he was hurt for most of the uh, for most of the year, for like the first half of the year. He's still. I still think he's really good. It's just that you know, Trevor is going to be on the team. I, I, or if he if he isn't, obviously the Jets won, so that sucks. But if he is on that team, like yikes like the lack of like what it's yeah. just it's hey don't count out uncle frank gore oh wait he's retiring next year is he, is he a fix end of this year he is he said i'll tell you what he said he said if uh if we go if if we have a winningless season then i'm not gonna retire but you know of course they they beat the the jets beat the uh who the jets beat i'm i'm, I'm blanking right, right now they beat the Rams, so he's he's retiring now. Okay. Oh yeah, Frank Gore's son is five foot eight, one sixty five, and he goes to Southern Miss, and he's a running back. Frank Gore is still in the NFL, mm-hmm. and his son is literally playing. That's mind boggling. That is mind boggling. I mean, at what point do you like hang it up, bro? Like, obviously his career is legendary, but like, at what point do you just hang it? I'm gonna hang him up. <laughs> Oh, hey, LeBron's in the, well, LeBron's about to be in the same situation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, okay. I mean, obviously, it's hard to compare those two players, but. Yeah. Oh, Jameson Crowder. Yeah, I mean, Jameson Crowder, Rashad Perriman, and Denzel Williams. Like, those are, like, the top three receivers. And, you know, honestly, not that bad. Like, they're they're all relatively not, not old. Yeah. So. I mean, I just I just don't like the way that no matter what quarterback they get, you know, how it looks, like. I don't know if they might even game at this point. It, it depends. Obviously, it depends on how the the games pan out. But if the Jags, you know, end up with the first round pick, they check. They they take Trevor. Jets. Who do, who do the Jets take at second? Like Justin Fields hasn't looked great, obviously, recently. Um, no. Quarterback class is pretty. I like the stacked in my opinion. Alabama QB looks pretty solid. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out to be another AJ McCarron. It's Mac Jones. Bright- Mac Jones. Huh. A lot of freaking quarterbacks like in this draft. You know, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. Um, is Trey Lance. Nevertheless, it'll be interesting to, to see how that entire draft scenario pans out. Um, I would say. Yeah, not the greatest, not the greatest QB class, but. I don't think so. I, I think Trey Lance is. and Zach Wilson are pretty good. Obviously, Justin Fields is pretty good too. He just hasn't shown it in the last couple of weeks, but. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, as much as I love my FBS boys, or FCS, sorry. Yeah. FCS was I don't know how Trey Lance he does look really good I don't know I don't know we'll see I think it's fifty fifty on how well he does or Buster Boom yeah. <laughs> people say he's the next Carson Wentz just because they came out of the same college and projected first round <laughs> they just Listen. nah they they're not say they don't have the same playing style come on you gotta watch yeah, exactly. football no, I I hundred percent agree um but I would say that's a probably a good place to leave it um i would just say if you're watching thank you for watching episode one um you should do this every week right Stay tuned. you better yes sir every week yeah, every week um, i'll be here being lazy so hey hey i'm committed i will be committed <laughs> mark my words I'm, I'm sure we'll get like some of our friends on, on board too for, uh, for this this was fun some, some guest speakers yeah, it was yeah. fun it was fun yeah all right um so thank you again for watching uh i'm terry kim that's gabe oduro and we'll see you guys later. Peace out.